In this video, I go through English Pokemon sets to give you the info you need to know before investing in Pokemon cards. So let's go. Welcome, welcome to Geeked Out Collecting, where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we like to do it for them all. And today, I wanted to go over English Pokemon sets. In a previous recording, I gave a few tips on how to start collecting Pokemon cards. And what I wanted to do was record a supplementary guide just so that I can go into a little bit more detail on a specific topic that I brushed up upon in that previous recording. In a previous recording, I gave a few tips on how to start collecting Pokemon cards. And there was one particular topic I wasn't really able to get into because it's just a big topic to talk about and would have made the recording incredibly long. So what I wanted to do is create a supplementary guide recording that kind of lets me go into a little bit more detail on that particular topic that I really didn't get to explore as deeply as I would have liked to. So what I wanted to do today is I wanted to break down English Pokemon sets so that they could be a little bit more digestible. There are a ton of Pokemon sets out there and so it can be a little bit overwhelming to collect anything really. A lot of the time I get so many questions on what sets do I start with? What sets should I buy? Which ones are the best to invest in? And those are all very good and valid questions but in order to really answer them, A it's personal because it depends on your strategy and the budget that you have set for yourself, but also you just need some fundamental information on sets. So what I wanted to do is I just wanted to break down sets um, so that they could be a little bit more digestible, a little bit more approachable, and that you have some basic information that you might need when it comes to picking your own sets to invest in. So the first pointer or thing that I wanted to break down is the question of vintage versus modern. What makes something vintage? what makes something modern. And these are really just the some of the biggest categories uh, when it comes to English sets. I mean, English sets essentially come down to the two. They're either vintage or they're modern. So what makes them vintage or modern? Vintage sets are cards that were printed by Watsi or Wizards of the Coast. And they were printing cards between 1999 and 2003. But after a time, Nintendo actually bought a piece of Pokemon and so when this happened sets were starting to be printed in mid 2003 by the Pokemon company itself. So these sets mid 2003 and to present are considered modern sets. So that is the biggest distinction is really it comes down to who was printing those cards. Now once we get past the vintage and modern categorizations, there are further subcategories. And that's when we get into generations of sets. So there are eight English generations in total. The first two generations were the generations printed by Watsi. So once we get to generation three, which started in mid 2003, those 
generations onward are considered modern generations. So to drill down on the different generations a little bit further, I wanted to just give you some uh, more information regarding each generation. So generation one really encompassed our very, very first sets of cards. So base set, jungle, fossil, team rocket, base set two, gym heroes, gym challenge, all of those amazing, amazing cards that we remember from way back in the day. Those were all of our generation one sets. Now moving on to generation two, these were our Neo series sets. So Neo Genesis, Neo Discovery, Southern Islands, Neo Revelation, Neo Destiny, Legendary Collection, Expedition Set, Aquapolis, Sky Ridge, all of those sets are considered generation two. And if you haven't figured it out already, Sky Ridge was technically the last set that Watsi ever printed for the Pokemon company. Now, moving on to our modern generations, which is what I've said before, uh, generations three through eight. The generation three sets are all of the EX sets, and these sets were printed between 2003 to 2007. So we're talking about EX Ruby and Sapphire, EX Sandstorm, EX Dragon, EX Team Magma, and Team Aqua. All of these EX sets, those are gonna be in the Gen 3 sets. Moving on to Gen 4 sets, these can be distilled to all of the Diamond and Pearl, Platinum, Heart Gold, Soul, Silver, and Call of Legends sets. So these sets were printed between 2007 and 2011. Gen 5 sets are going to be all of the black and white sets, and these sets were printed between 2011 to 2013. So black and white, emerging powers, noble victories, dragons exalted, legendary treasures, all of those sets are going to be Gen 5. Gen 6 sets are pretty straightforward. Those are all of our XY sets. These are printed between 2014 and 2016. So XY, Flash Fire, Phantom Forces, Primal Crash, Roaring Skies, Ancient Origins, Fates Collide, Generations, all of those sets encompass in the Gen 6 sets. So moving on to our second to last generation of sets. These are gonna be our seventh generation sets, all of our sun and moon sets. So these were printed between 2017 and 2019. So of course, like I said, sun and moon, but also Guardians Rising, Burning Shadows, Crimson Invasion, Ultra Prism, Team Up, Unbroken Bonds, Shining Legends, Hidden Fates, Detective Pikachu, all of those sets are going to be our sun and moon sets. And last but not least, the generation we're currently living in right now, Generation 8. These are all of the Sword and Shield sets, and these started printing in 2020. So Sword and Shield, Rebel Clash, Darkness Ablaze, Vivid Voltage, Champion's Path, all of those sets are considered Gen 8. Now that I've given you a general overview of the different sets and how those categories are broken down, what do we do next? Well, you gotta pick some sets and do some research. I would suggest maybe picking one to three sets or just picking an entire generation of sets and focus on those. What you need to do when you're focusing on specific sets, you need to learn them as well as you can. And what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about learning the most popular cards in those sets and how much they're going for, whether graded or raw. 
get to know them really well. Play the games that those sets are based off of. And once you've learned everything you need to for that set and you feel confident that you can take the next steps, really at that point, the next step is just simply to buy them. Buy the cards that you were looking for. Buy the cards that you think will be great investments for the future. Buy whatever cards you want in those sets. But now you are an informed buyer because you know price points and you know what to look for. Now remember, buy based on your strategy and your budget. And if you can stick to that, your collection is gonna grow beautifully. To close this out, now that you've gotten a basic primer of English Pokemon sets, I hope that makes you feel a little bit more confident in approaching newer sets that you might not be familiar with. Because of course, at the end of the day, the goal is to simply be informed and buy with purpose. Now, I pass no judgments when it comes to collecting Pokemon cards. You really don't have to justify why you're collecting Pokemon. I really don't judge that. The only thing that I care about is you being informed, buying things that you care about, and buying them deliberately. I want you to buy things that you actually enjoy. I want you to buy things that you think are worth it. I want you to win in the end. So, so the more informed that you can be before buying cards, that is what I want for you. So let me know what sets you're collecting or learning more on to collect. And as always, take care and happy hunting.